Hey guys, it's uh, Andy here in another episode of the Mountain Malarkey Podcast with Dave. Hello everybody. Welcome to a Tuesday Tune-In Q&A. Um, yeah, if you have joined us, just uh, drop us, say a little hello, um, just comment uh, with your name while you're on here. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll definitely say hello. Hey, B, how you doing? Uh, I can see loads of people are joining the live now. Hey, Amanda, Lyndon, Mark, James, a couple of our regulars. Um, Dave, I can't believe it's almost a year since we started doing these, uh, these wonderful Well, yeah, it's, um, it's Lockversary today, isn't it? So it's the lockdown anniversary oh, yeah, of when it all first happened. And shortly yeah. after that is our, we started the live. So yeah, yeah nearly 12 months of, uh, of, Tuesday tune-ins and um, wow, numbers, they're flying it's, in. Uh, they're flying in, yeah, well, we'll wait a um, bit of 30 seconds, Dave, before we, we crack on into it, uh, but yeah, like I said, if you have joined us, do say hello, it's always great to see who's on, uh, wow, yeah, some big numbers, Dewey, always good to see Dewey on, Simon Scott, Shona, Paul, Suzette, Kirsty. here we go, wow, they're really racking up the numbers now, uh, Tom, A, Dav, great to see some new people on here as well, um, yeah, if it's your, your first Tuesday tune-in, so yeah, as, as Dave mentioned, now we've been doing these over the last um, sort of twelve months or so since today, and yeah, we, we, it's yeah. kind of weird day. I'm, I'm looking over there because Dave's in uh, the other room. Um, don't, don't spoil the mystique. Yeah, yeah. So uh, a year ago, obviously, uh, you know, in the UK, uh, you know, lockdown came in, and which is actually a bit of an anniversary for another reason, which is a, a good reason as well, which was that that was the uh, that was actually the last Everest base camp trip that we did. Yeah. Um, with the guys actually reaching base camp today and they um we, we managed to get that trip out before lockdown it came in um getting back was a little bit more challenging um you know with all the all the things that happened but we got the guys back and uh, a couple of them on the live already so which is always great to see uh bry always great to see you on but right dave it's a big live today so i know we've got a lot to cover but um you know we'll, we'll, we'll sort of go into the general crux of it. What we'll do is we'll we'll talk a little bit about the uh, Kilimanjaro because it's been a wonderful competition yep. over the last couple of weeks. We've had a lot of entries. I think it's over nine and a half thousand people actually entered. So if you've entered, thanks for um, obviously being a part of the competition. It's great to see all the positive energy out there around the trips. And I know, uh, you know, I know, I know we can't travel at the moment, but you know, as, as we always say, let's plan for when we can. Um, and make the most of it when we are allowed out again. Yeah. We are allowed to travel, which is, you know, we thought, right, okay, we won't run another one of our competitions, which we've done once or twice over the last few years. Um, yeah, if, if you're kind of new to the Evertrek community, you know, we uh, we are the, the UK's number one high altitude Evertrek Everest specialist. But we are Evertrek specialist as well. Yeah. <laughs> no one knows more about Evertrek than us. No one knows more about Evertrek than us. I'll get my... Um, I'll get my names out in a minute, Everest Base Camp Specialist. But over a year ago, we, we started to do trips to Kilimanjaro. Um, and myself and Dave were on the very first trip to Kilimanjaro, and it was an absolutely fantastic trip. Yeah. And, you know, we had the pleasure of having some great people on that trip as well. And unfortunately, you know, because that was uh, back in March last year, you know, something happened and, you know, we kind of moved on. And now we haven't been able to run trips since. But going forward, you know, we're very excited. We've got a lot of trips over the next couple of years. And uh, yeah, Kilimanjaro is a great trip, Dave, isn't it? It's, uh, it's got yeah, something special. Honest, it, was, um, it was weird. It was the last normal thing I did before sort of COVID. We left yeah. in sort of February when COVID was in the news, but it wasn't sort of, it wasn't the thing that it, that it became. And yeah. I didn't realize that when I was over there, you know, I was handing out hand sanitizer and toilet roll like, uh, like it grew on trees. I didn't realize that I gave away probably about 200 quid's worth, <laughs> you know, just around the table at lunch. But um, yeah, yeah. honestly, it is amazing. Like competition time is my favorite time of the year because, um, you know, we've done it a few times. I've been lucky enough to go to Everest Base Camp with a couple of um, the competition winners as well and yeah. spend some time to get to know these people. These lives are great because I feel like I get to know everyone anyway before the trip. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the anticipation that I know someone out there now is going to be getting the opportunity for them and a friend to go to Kilimanjaro. It'll be life changing, honestly, because it was life changing for me. I mean, I say every trip's life changing, but it's true. You know, I, I always come back like slightly happier and feel yeah. like I've achieved something. And going forward, I think lockdown was so much easier having done Kilimanjaro, <laughs> not only because I had done something, but also yeah. because it kind of gives you that strength of will that strength of character from having to get to the summit. Um, yeah, and exactly. absolutely amazing trip. Absolutely amazing trip. 
No, it is. Um, I, I certainly think, um, you know, having been to high altitude, you know, many times, um, the, the summit night in Kilimanjaro was a, you know, completely different ball game. It was tough. It was challenging. And, you know, it's not for everyone. You know, we're always talking about this. Um, you know, if you've ever been on any of our lives, we always talk that, uh, you know, hiking, adventure, travel, going to altitude is not for everyone. But if it is, and it's right up your street and you like the challenge, you like getting up, putting the head torch on and hiking through the dark, seeing that sunrise over Kilimanjaro, it's, um, yeah, it's worth every single step. Yeah, and it's worth the pain as well. Um, yeah. but I think one of our one of our ever trackers said, "Was it um, uh, one day of hell is not bad uh, for all the things that you see on the trip?" And uh, I have to agree with that hundred percent. Yeah, to be honest, like Summit Day, there's no getting around it. I'm not yeah. going to drop too many spoilers about it, but um, <laughs> you know, it, it's it's certainly yeah. not a walk in the park. But um, yeah, to be honest, like. there's a reason you're putting in that effort there's a reason that sometimes it's really difficult and you're tired and your legs hurt and it's hard to breathe because of the altitude there's a reason for it. you just got to keep the faith because as soon as you get at the top you see the sunrise on the summit and you realize wow you just completely feel re-energized by it that's awesome yeah Um, definitely i can see um, a bunch more people are joining us which is great and just to just to mention as well we're just going to do some q a around kilimanjaro uh, and then we'll announce the winner after that um, uh, you know, there's plenty going on in this life, so we're trying to get it through it as much as we can, guys. Uh, but right, Dave, we've had heaps of questions come in around Kilimanjaro, so yeah. we'll, we'll tackle those. Um, if you are on the on the the live as well, do drop in the, uh, the questions on the comments. Uh, a wonderful Lauren, um, our social yeti, uh, will be gathering the comments and filtering them through to us. So do get yeah. your, your questions in, guys, uh, if you've got them around that, and then we'll be. Um, yeah, announcing the winner very, very shortly. Right, yeah. Davis, let's, let's go deep into it, mate. Yeah, nice. I mean, I'm just looking here. I just saw Marky V. How's it going, Mark? I haven't given you a call out yet, but uh, Marky V's mm-hmm. a regular one. He's keeping hey, track of the amount of people on there. Don't do it, Mark. I don't like to know. <laughs> I like to, I like to think it's just me talking to Andy. <laughs> no, awesome, yeah. It's great to see so many Evertrackers on here. It's awesome. Yeah, um, big family now. So, <laughs> right. So some people have messaged in some questions beforehand if they're not able to get on the live, so we'll crack through. Uh, yeah. For those, I, I suppose we should say, for those new to the lives, hopefully we're going to see you week <laughs> on week now. But normally we, yes. um, yeah, you can submit questions, just put them in the comments. They get fed to us, but some people email them to us. So we'll answer some of those for those guys as well. The first yeah. one I've got here is from someone called Jane. She's new to all this climb in Malarkey, uh, but it's on her and her twins bucket list, along with other places such as Everest Base Camp. Nice. She's heard different things about the climb, and a lot of people have said one of the biggest struggles is the acclimatization. Silly question, yeah. but is there any way you can sort of prepare for this before you go or make it slightly easier on the body? You know, going on long walks helps your body, et cetera, but how do you prepare for other challenges? Sorry if it's a silly question. Not a silly question. Never um, silly. That, old, that old cliche, there are no silly questions. The only silly question is the one you keep to yourself. Um, but yeah, going forward. So to be honest, all of our trips are designed so you can technically arrive from sea level, acclimatize on the trip, and get to the summit safely. That's uh, that's the way they're designed. That's the way the that's why our trip is called Kilimanjaro the long way, um, yeah. because we take eight days to get to the summit. It's possible to do it in five. Um, you know, I've heard even four days, which is insane. That's basically no acclimatization. Um, so yeah, we have very experienced guides. Our itineraries are designed to keep you healthy and acclimatize you. So along with taking each day slowly. Yeah, the whole trip is designed slowly, so your body will gradually acclimatize. You drink plenty of water. You walk slowly. You listen to the guides. There are other things you can do, such as diamox, which we need to do a whole new live about medications and things. I think, but um, with regards to preparing before you go, the best thing that you can do is just physically prepare yourself for the trip. Yeah. So do as much training as you can. The stronger and the more endurance you have in your body, particularly your legs, your lower back for hiking um the better you'll perform on the mountain um and then also um we always say the muscle between your ears needs working as well so you know don't overthink anything fully prepare yourself educate yourself and go there with a sense of adventure and a sense of fun um and you've pretty much got all the ingredients um one thing we always say is that you know my leg my mind will often give up before my legs so by keeping that strong and keeping myself happy you'll be able to push on and achieve amazing things um so there's loads more I can talk to you. So if you want more specific information about training plans and stuff like that, drop yeah. us an email at Jane and we'll sort you out. Yeah, nice, Jane. Um, yeah, a lot of really good question there. And, you know, there, there is a lot to cover. Um, do check some of the other lives as well, because we have covered things like medication, you know, in terms of managing your body at high altitude, which is really important. 
Um, you know, the, the, the tried and tested, you know, over the years we've been running and taking people to high altitude, uh, you know, the slow acclimatization process, looking after your body, keeping positive, drinking loads of water, listening to your guide, having an awesome time. You won't go far wrong. Um, you know, so you, you go on these trips to have a good time. Right. So don't rush it. Why rush? You know, why rush up there? We uh, That's why yeah. we go the long way. And we do that on all of our trips. Um, but yeah, so great question. All right, Andrew Davis, um, let's have a look, talking about travel bans. Will this affect uh, future planes around the world? Yeah, Andrew, good question, mate. Um, I know we've covered it a lot over the last few weeks. And yeah, um, you know, though we don't have a crystal ball, um, you know, we, like you, uh, you know, we see the announcements come in. Um, and unfortunately, yeah, it is a bit challenging at the moment. That's why we're kind of looking to... Um, to plan while we can, because, um, you know, if we can plan and get things in the diary, work towards that, okay, we might have to move them a little bit, which we've obviously ha all had to do over the last 12 months. But having those things in the diary does certainly help the um, the muscle between the ears. That's right. Um, so, yeah, Andrew, uh, like you, I think it's going to be challenging. I think there was some, some press over the last couple of days around maybe extension of that travel ban. Uh, there's no official word on that yet, but, you know, as soon as we know, We'll obviously let you guys know, you know, we're always about transparency and let you guys know if there's anything that um, that would stop you from going. And, yeah, it's a challenging time right now, but uh, that's why we're doing these things, you know, to keep the, the positive energy going. Travel yeah. will come back. It's just a matter of time, um, you know, so just have a little bit of patience and then we'll we'll get back to, to the mountains uh, as soon as we can. But the mountains aren't going anywhere, mate. So, you know, when when we can go, we'll, we'll go there for sure. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Simon uh, said, yeah. I, I'm going quite quickly today because I'm conscious of the amount of people that <laughs> ask these questions. But, um, I, and then I just undermined it with this whole spiel. But, uh, Simon, do you recommend hiking boots or are hiking shoes good enough for Killy? Yeah. Hiking boots 100%. Um, some people in the lower altitudes, particularly in the first couple of days, you might see wearing those sort of Salomon um, hiking shoes and trail shoes and approach shoes and things like that. Yeah. To be honest, I wore boots from the moment I got out the car at the Lamosho gate to the moment I got back to the Lamosho gate. Um, they, they, it is tricky. The terrain can be slippery at the beginning. It's rooty and rocky high up. It's glaciated. Um, the Barranco wall, you know, you're on very narrow ledges. So having that uh, boots with the extra ankle support um, yeah. is definitely needed, particularly on summit day. You'll really need boots because you are walking on the glacier on the summit. Secondly, it is really cold. So having those boots does to give you that bit of extra insulation and stuff like that. So boots all the way. If you are yeah. going to take some shoes, that's fine. Um, but there will be some days where they won't be suitable, just so you know. Yeah, nice, Dave. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I don't want to go in too much. But, yeah, you do you do get people who wear trail shoes and you're fine. I just think I've also seen people who have rolled an ankle and it's game over. Um, you know, where I, I do like to have a bit more ankle support. But it, yeah. is, it, it is a personal preference, guys. And, um, you know... We all say what you used to use in when you're hiking regularly, um, you know, can't, you, you can you can get away with using that, you know, on Killy um, or any high altitude trip, essentially. OK, if you're going on glaciers or snow or, you know, uh, scrambling terrain might be different. Yeah. But essentially, you know, I do always like to have that extra peace of mind of some ankle protection. But I know it's not for everyone. You like a bit more freedom, um, you know, especially if you used to do any trail running and things, you know, you'd like to have a bit more um sort of freedom in, in, in around the ankles there so yeah it is a, a personal preference but i go with a hiking boot just just to be sure yeah. um yeah but good question right uh david i think is our similar question around covid would it amount uh would it impact the amount of people to join the trek this year um yeah and i talked about fitness as well uh you've lost a lot of fitness in this lockdown you're not the only one mate i think we've uh we're all working from home we're trying to do our best but you know uh i'd be the the first one to say a bit of lockdown timber is is, is stuck um, but you know, it's all part of the journey, isn't it? And you know, you can get, get out there, get walking, do what you can in terms of fitness plans. Yeah. Um, Lauren, who's on the, the comments, um, yeah, we do have, uh, some, some sort of training plans available if you want to uh, get any from us. Uh, I think, uh, David didn't say whose surname on here, but if you do want one of those, uh, I'll get Lauren to put the link in the comments. Um, or if you just go on to our knowledge center on the website, um, so you're uk forward slash knowledge center um if you give a little search in there you'll be able to find all the articles that we've written some of the videos and some of our training plans for um uh, for fitness um yeah just have a bit more uh, information on there but um nice dave next question awesome so um kevin mcgraw he's asked a common yeah. question actually which um i think i answer pretty much every live but it's so it's a really popular one i need to okay. write an article about it um what's more of a challenge killy or ebc 
Um, and it, it is one of those tricky ones. It's a little bit like, you know, apples and oranges, you know, comparing the two is yeah. not easy because they are completely different types of trips. So Kilimanjaro is eight days of hiking. Um, yeah. EDC is 11 days of hiking. So technically, uh, Everest Base Camp is longer. Um, however, I would say two out of the eight days on Kilimanjaro are really quite tough. One of them, yeah. when you go up to Lava Tower and down to Barranco Camp, you gain quite a lot of altitude in one day. Um, you do sleep low, so it's all part of the acclimatizing process, but you mm. might feel like you're struggling a little bit. And Summit Day, obviously, is something else. Um, those two days are pretty tough and probably as hard or harder than any day on EBC. But then EBC is quite is slightly longer. Killy, you have a sense that you are starting at the bottom of a mountain and you're making yeah. your way to the summit. EBC is more trekking through Nepal. It's it's the sense of that. You're not technically going just up and down one hill. Yeah. Personally, I would think, rather than thinking about which one is more difficult, I would look at the various information we have out there and figure out what yeah. trip is actually sort of, you know, pulls on the heartstrings and gets you more interested. Do you want to climb a mountain? Do you want to bag that summit and get a summit certificate? Or do you yeah. want to travel to Everest and see the Himalayas and see the biggest mountains in the world? You know, that's the type of thing that would draw you to one or the other rather than sort of what's more difficult or what, you know, what's easier. Yeah, so, nice, day. nice. Yeah, yeah, great, mate. Um, Sarah has asked, uh, how do you go about planning a trip to Kili? Mostly important reaching the top. Well, Sarah, comes right place. Um, yeah, if you want to go on a trip to Kilimanjaro, um, I don't know if you um, were at the beginning of the live, uh, where Dave uh, sort of went into why we, you know, Kilimanjaro the long way is because we do like to take our time. Um, yeah, so if you are keen to come with us to uh, Killy, obviously, uh, you know, if you're the winner, great. If not, um, you know, we are, that's what we do. We, we trek and climb a high altitude. So, yeah, definitely download the the guide. Um, Lauren, if you're on the, the live comments as well, just put a link to the um, Kilimanjaro guide. Have a little look at all the information on there. It's got all the details in, in terms of um, the specifics of the trip, you know, the day-by-day -day itinerary. Um, yeah. And also as well, you get some follow-up emails with sort of the day-by-day -day videos that we recorded. Um, just so you know a little bit about what you're getting yourself into. But uh, yeah, a, a big thing when we first looked at Killy is because a big thing on all of our trips is that we've seen is a lot of different routes. You know, we do the Lamosha route, which is that's the highest success rate on the mountain. These yeah. are the routes, um, you know, but again, the success rate comes down because of the speed uh, and difficulty level. Lamosha is the most beautiful way up, um, you know, personal opinion. Um, it's absolutely beautiful way to go. And, you know, we've done this in, when we're talking about high altitude um, in anywhere in the world, Himalayas especially, you just got to take your time. Um, there's no yeah. rush. And if you do, you, you, you're asking the question then, you know, in terms of will you get altitude sickness? Will you get any altitude issues? And we want to limit that. We, we've always always worked on that since the beginning, which is why we've had such a high success rate. I mean, on all of our trips, we're like, we have over 95% success rate in terms yeah. of getting to where we want to go. You know, things happen. People get ill. Uh, bad weather. Uh, you can just be unlucky, uh, have a dodgy belly. You can have altitude sickness. Things happen. Home but, sickness. you know, homesickness we've had, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, this is life, isn't it? Um, so, and, and with that in mind, you know, just, just be prepared for that. But also that if you're on a trip with us, very high success in terms of getting to where you want to get to. Part of that is, is what, you know, you joined the right place today, um, which is we hope that, some, you know, answer some of your questions. It can uh, try and help you then prepare for the trip. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I hope that sort of answers your question. Exactly. It kind of leads me on nicely to Tanya. I'm going to butcher this, so I'm going to owe you a pint, Tanya. If you're yeah. new to the lives, if I get someone's names wrong, um, they can call on me for a pint whenever they see me. Um, but yeah. Tanya Oosthuizen. Um, Very well done, Dave. Is, uh, so, yeah, I'm assuming she's uh, from the ne Netherlands. Oh, I think she's from the Netherlands. Uh, she'll probably be joining from Holland, do you, uh? Uh, how big of a problem is this would it be better to go via Johannesburg and get some acclimatization um, yeah. to be honest it probably would have a limiting effect you know spending short periods of time in your transfer to, to Kilimanjaro yeah. um, and like I said we do aim to acclimatize people on the trip it's designed so our itinerary we climb high we sleep low we gain our altitude gradually all the stuff we've already said I will say that we had one um, Natasha Vanderbilt who went to EBC with us in yeah. um, April 2019. And she was obviously from the Netherlands and she was one of the strongest on the whole trip. So it's about sort of your fitness level, um, having the right mindset and stuff like that. Close enough, Tanya. So, okay, so that's half a pint I owe you. 
Uh, Food-wise, uh, non-soy, gluten-free, vegan with mushroom allergies, we can accommodate all sorts of things like that. So if you're yeah. vegan, we've had gluten um, intolerances, um, you know, we can provide um, a diet that will suit you for the whole trip. What I would say is if there's anything particularly that you want to bring with you, um, then do so because there might be things like little snacks, sweets and little pick-me-ups that the guides won't have. So bring that stuff with you because it'll make a difference. Um, and would you say you have to join an existing group to try really hard to create your own group and what is the number required? More than happy to have you on one of our existing groups. If you want to bring some people with you, we're not going to say no. But um, yeah, you, our, all the groups, all these friendly trackers that you see, um, yeah. these are all the exact same types of people that are on the trip. They're varied in manner yeah. and fitness and everything like that, but they're all lovely. So yeah, you would have an amazing time. Um, and do our fees include the porters' fees and tips? No. So we recommend about $250 US dollars um, tips at the end of the trip for the for the porters and for the uh, guides. Yeah. It takes a large team to get people up to Kilimanjaro. Um, yeah. You know, we had a team of about 30 um, to get us to the summit when there was about seven trekkers because we provide you with toilets, toilet tents, kitchen tents, mess tents, sleeping tents, all the chairs, tables, foods, boilers, cooking gas, all of that sort of stuff. Um, so they do an amazing job. So we recommend 250. I always say that's a minimum. If you want to be incredibly generous and donate certain tracking clothing or give more, then please do. Hopefully that's yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, nice, Dave. Um, next one here, got uh, Becky Hawes. Um, she wants to have a little shout out to her boyfriend, Rafe Keynes. Okay. Yeah, Rafe, if you're on the live, mate, she wants to say hello. Um, said you're <laughs> listening today. Um, yeah, your question, what's been your biggest hurdle on any of your treks and how did you overcome it? Yeah, really good question. Um, yeah, there's lots of different, I'd say, fears, uh, questions that crop up. Biggest one seems to come with fitness. But I think if there's one thing I've seen the difference between people who uh, get to where they want to get to, whether that's Everest Base Camp Killy, uh, it's it's this thing up here. Um, you know, it is. I think all the lessons we've learned is, okay, you know, you, you don't have to be the fittest person in the world. Uh, it helps and you'll have a better time. But having that resilience to, to crack on when it gets difficult, uh, you know, to dig in, um, that little bit of positivity, uh, maybe ask yourself why you're there, why you did it. Maybe you're doing it for a reason. You know, you're raising money for charity. You're doing it for yourself. You're doing it for your family. You know, go to the deep stuff because, um, you know, if there becomes that time when it gets hard and it will, um, you know, that's that's why we're doing it. It's difficult. If it was easy, we'd all go to Disneyland, you know, which is good, by the way, in another in another uh, area. One but, of the best holidays I've ever had, mate. <laughs> but the, <laughs> the, the, the point is, you know, you're, you're going out of your comfort zone and, and go into these challenges to, to challenge yourself. Um, and I think anything that we've had, the biggest hurdle sometimes has been uh, the mind. Um, you know, people can get sucked into, um, you know, feeling negative when they're not well, when they suffer with altitude issues, you've got a headache, you're tired. You know, you can get those those things that crop in. So, yeah, I'd say in terms of, um, you know, if you went out there on any of these trips, including Killy, and you've got that positive mindset that you're going to just crack on and you're going to do it. Uh, OK, like I said earlier, things can happen. You get unlucky. But um, you know, 99 times out of 100, uh, you know, that will put you in good stead and it will work. Um, yeah. And yeah, so I think, hope I've done that justice there, Becky. But yeah. Um, and Rafe, welcome to the live, mate. Awesome. Um, so yeah, I, 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 yeah, I second everything Andy just said there as well. I think, you know, sometimes, you know, if you've ever been for a run and you're staring at your trainers and trying to convince yourself that it's a good idea, yeah. that's the hardest part of the run, right? Once you're out there and you're doing it and then you come back, you feel great. Um, yeah. that's like a little, that's like a little snippet of what it's like on Kilimanjaro or Everest base camp and, you know, keeping your eye on the, on the prize and the reason why you do it. Yeah. Was it one of my favorite quotes was, uh, sometimes when I lost, I go back to the beginning and remember why I started, <laughs> you know, and I do keep that why in my exactly. brain sometimes, if, that, if that's not too, uh, grandiose. Um, <laughs> nice. so let's have a look. Yeah. So George, George Steedman, how's it going, George? Yeah. Looking forward to doing Killy in 2023. Lucky we're looking forward to taking you, mate. Um, any further thoughts on other African peaks such as Mount Kenya, Mount Cameroon, similar to Tupal, can be done in a long weekend? Yes, definitely. So we are looking, we always come to this. So we, we're, we're constantly <laughs> looking to, to expand our repertoire yes. of, um, of peaks and stuff like that. It takes us perhaps a little bit longer than, than perhaps, you know, it, it potentially could have, but that's because we have an Evertrek standard that we like to set. And yeah. you mentioned earlier that 95% success rate pretty much across the board on all of our trips. Well, 
that it takes a lot of work to ensure that the the factors that go into that success rate uh, duplicated on every trip. Every trip's a little bit different, so we have to find new ways of doing things to make sure that you guys get the best trip. And um, yeah, but certainly we are all of the peaks that you've mentioned. I think are amazing. I personally want to travel more around Africa. I've been only to Tanzania, um, and to travel around all those other countries would be would be astounding. It's one of the it's, you know, they, they always say that cliche. Everyone says when you go to Africa, it kind of gets under your skin and then you, you, you want to, you just want to live there. And <laughs> yeah, I, to be honest, I, I never really felt that before until I went to Africa. And it was one of those places that I was like, you know what? It's so vibrant. So it's like intense and relaxing at the same time. It, it's, it's amazing. It offers everything. Yeah. Um, nice, Dave. Uh, no, it, it is fantastic place. And yeah, Dave said we, we've got a lot of, um, lot of plans uh, afoot uh yeah covid has, has certainly put back some of them but you know we're, we're trying to crack on we've um after we do a few more questions we have got one new trip which actually is is, is live on the website today i don't know if you saw a little uh, sneaky little easter egg in the email um but i did put a link on it to that and we've had a few people who are uh, interested which is great um it's something we talked about a few weeks ago um but we'll come back to that in about 10 minutes we're going to smash through these questions because i can see that um, yeah, there's a lot of people on the live, and obviously great that you're with us, guys. And do hold on; we're not far away from announcing the the, the winner of the Kilimanjaro the Long Way competition. Uh, but I, I want to get these questions answered for you guys because um, uh, you know, obviously, if you don't win, yeah. love to have you with us. That's what we do. That's what we specialise in. And um, you know, do check your emails afterwards because uh, you know we always have sort of things like runner-up prizes and other things as well. So yeah, definitely keep your eye on your emails. But right, Dave, let's do it. Let's do a quick fire ten, shall we? Um, um, awesome. So I got one here from Michael Cooper. He says, um, oh, so are you going to blast 10 at me and I blast 10 at you? Is that what we're going to do? That's okay. We can go both ways. That's fine. <laughs> All right. Okay. So only because I wanted to answer one from Michael Cooper who said, why okay. do we give a free place away? It's a good question. Um, not complaining. He's just curious. Well, yeah. to be honest, part of what makes Evertrek such a, uh, a successful endeavor is, is, is you guys, this, what's happening right now, you know, this community of people, the support we get, it goes both ways um evertrek and the evertrekkers and the trips we go on are, are, are yeah. a circle you know that one supports the other and we're all connected and and honest to god we just wanted the, the idea was thought when we thought you know what it would be a great thing to do for people yeah because not everyone that follows us is actually able to go on these trips we heard a lot of stuff we get a lot of emails every week saying i'd love to do this but i can't because of x i'd love to do this but i can't because of y and we thought to ourselves, well, if we did some sort of competition, it's going to be good because people are going to know Evertrek as a result. But also a lucky two people are going to be able to remove all of those X's and Y's and just concentrate on going on the trip. Yeah. Um, and that's why we do it. We do it to kind of, you know, yeah, it, it's, it's part of that circle. You know, it helps us. It helps you. It's an amazing thing to do. It's my favorite time of the year. <laughs> it is now. It's spread a bit of positivity in the world, mate. Um, yeah, we're, we're lucky to be in a situation where we can do and we, we you know, we've um some of the previous winners which i'd love you know i'd love uh you know cause we, we always like to do a little competition obviously this one's really special but uh we got previous winners who i'd love to get uh, to chat about their experience um and i think I'll, I'll try and reach out to them because i'd like to see that that little bit of positivity that uh, you know could have potentially changed their life and yeah, yeah. If we can do that, then, then happy days you know um but right yeah okay quick one i uh <laughs> brilliant I, I love brian's comments are we going to announce the winner today yes brian we will <laughs> won't yeah. be long right dave i'm going to fire some at you mate if that's all right all right okay i'm not uh, going to read them i'm just going to answer okay go best footwear for kilimanjaro uh i know there's one in particular that you love uh Mandel bhutan boots nice very good totally with, with, uh, with a trailblazer a super feet trailblazer insole nice uh which jacket or waterproof is best uh i use a rab firewall waterproof jacket um and the other what was the other question uh no no it was jacket waterproof jacket they were asking okay, yeah, waterproof jacket, yeah. I, I like the rab one because um it's still waterproof today i've reproofed it three or four times but it's got the zips that go from the elbow to the armpit so you can stay nice and cool so yeah rab firewall for me Darren's asked, what's the biggest mistake people make when climbing at Killy? I know that's the hard one. Going go, uh, go too fast. Yeah. Totally agree. Uh, yeah. Totally yeah, agree. Going, going, going too fast would be the would be the biggest one. Yep. Yeah. Uh some contact lens. Do contact lenses freeze uh, at altitude, Dave? We had this question before and I don't believe they do. Good. Nice. Uh, that was uh, yeah, Stuart, Stuart Taylor. Sorry, Stuart. We'll um 
obviously yeah. more in depth, mate. Do keep um, do drop us an email, any any sort of text stuff. Obviously, trying to get through um, as many questions as we can. How many months yeah. of training would you recommend before going to Killy, Dave? Uh, well, as many as you got. <laughs> you know, it, it, as many yeah. like the like. To be honest, I wouldn't want to book it too far. Like, I wouldn't be training. Yeah. I probably, if you book it a year in advance, I would start gently working up to it. The last six months yeah. leading up to it, I'd probably increase it. And I taper off probably two weeks before and just gradually just keep myself going. So when you arrive at Keeley, there's no aches, no pains or anything like that. You're just ready to go. Um, nice. You don't want to overtrain for it. I wouldn't be training for like over a year in advance, hardcore, because you like, you know, the chances of you picking up an injury then. So, uh, yeah, nice. I would say book it a year in advance, first six months. Think about it. Last six months, get going. <laughs> nice. Uh, the tents we camp on in Killy have mozzie nets. Uh, not the tents because you don't need them particularly on Kilimanjaro because the amount of mosquitoes at high altitude are, uh, are low. In fact, when you get to high altitude, there aren't any. Um, but in the hotels and everything like that down in Moshi, where there's loads of mosquitoes, um, all the rooms have mosquito nets. Yeah, cool. Um, we're going to be doing a video on Mount Tupacal. I think Jack asked. Um, I may as well answer. Yes, we are. Uh, when we're allowed to go there, we're going to be filming some wonderful Tupacal stuff. Um, yeah, we, we went just before we went to Killy, uh, before lockdown. So, yeah, certainly, mate, um, as soon as we can, Jack, we will be getting some good uh, footage from Morocco. And it's a beautiful place, easy to do. Um, uh, just going through, uh, Shona has asked, uh, let's see the haircut, Dave. Didn't get it done. It double booked. <laughs> So yeah, left uh, finished Tuesday, went to uh, went to Cardiff to get it wow. done, and it was um, that's grown a lot in a week, Dave. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> unfortunately, I was double booked, so I didn't get it in. But um, yeah, so next week now, next week, Jonah, and then um, I will do the grand unveiling. <laughs> Great stuff. Um, I think just saw one on here. I think it was Carl, Carl Blasberg. Do you need yeah. malaria tablets? Yes, you do. So depending on which ones you take, you're going to be ended up taking them maybe a week, maybe three days before you go. You take them for the entire trip, even when you're on the main. And if anyone tells you not to or you don't have to, don't listen to them. You do. And then you take them for about a week after you get back. Um, nice. Personally, well I recommend Malarone because it's like going to the cinema every night because you have weird <laughs> dreams. Um, it is very, very uh, interesting. How, how many is that now? Is that what? Eight? Is Everest Base Camp near enough same height as Killy Base Camp? Uh, Killy's higher. Killy's five eight nine five. Everest Base Camp is five three six four. That sort of uh, sort of five hundred meters or so makes a big difference. Yeah. Um, so Killy's altitude is quite a lot higher. It's also completely different. Like Base Camp is like you just got you know you're in a mountain range, but you're not on yeah. the summit. Kilimanjaro, you do have a sense that you are stood on the top of something. So nice. yeah, completely different. But that five hundred meters does make a difference. Wicked. Uh, apparently, we got some lots of people sending us stars. Uh, something to Facebook do now. If you have, thank you very much. Oh, um, thank you very much. Love a star. Yeah, don't know what it means, uh, but uh, thank you very much for sending us some stars. Uh, Dave, really good one from Cyber Morgan. Am I allowed to play Toto Africa at the top? Uh, what did you say? Play it at the top. Yeah. Yeah, you can do whatever you want, mate. You got there. You weren't. You weren't the right. Um, <laughs> to be honest, uh, over in Africa, they love music, they love dance. So it is, it's totally different from EBC in that way. That Although you hear people playing music on EBC, in Tanzania, they love it. So yeah. we, got, we got to the top of uh, Barranco Wall and we were listening to uh, Little Richard. You know, Lucille, <laughs> I think, was blasted out. It was, uh, it was, almost, it was like an, an awesome party atmosphere. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was really good. Um, okay, right. And I'm going to fire some at you now. But <laughs> okay, yeah, so yeah, if you sure, want to answer yeah. one in the meantime, so I can kind of find one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, sure. Claire, Claire Holden, any tips and advice for a solo female wanting to do a track? Yeah, I think Lauren's posted a little link um, in the about solo trekking. Um, and just, just let you know, on all of our trips, we usually get, uh, I'd say about half of everyone that comes on a trip is a, a solo traveler. Um, we actually did a live probably about seven or eight weeks ago um, uh, on a Tuesday like this, which was all about solo trekking. So I highly recommend you uh, listen to that one. But yeah. look, if, if you want to come, you're on your own. You're never on your own. You're part of a bigger family. You'll be well looked after um, and you'll have an amazing time. Yeah. Awesome. Um, another question. So Gareth um, Marden, yes. having a pre-existing medical condition um, yep. that has been controlled for a few years, do we work with any travel insurers that cater for higher risk individuals who want to do one of your trips, including Kilimanjaro? Yeah. Um, yeah, you're not the only one. Um, sorry, what was their name, Dave? Uh, Gareth Marden. 
Gareth, yeah, Gareth. Um, certainly, we get a lot of people who, who come with us to high altitude with pre-existing conditions. Uh, what we always do say, um, and, and I think there's a couple of people. Ramona is one. Um, you know, definitely. Um, sort of. Again, if you any specifics, what I do is go over to the the Facebook group, uh, High Altitude Ever Trackers. Drop it in there. You'll get a lot of people who say, "Yeah, I've had similar, um, yeah. maybe similar thing." But yeah, definitely speak to your GP. Um, always good to get a bit of peace of mind, a travel doctor. In terms of um, going to high altitude, uh, there's some pre-existing conditions that might affect you. Um, you know, I, I know that some, some people we've had who've had asthma, which is fine if you've got it managed. I've got asthma myself. Um, you know, I'm, I manage it and, you know, people have climbed Everest with asthma. So uh, obviously there's there's varying levels, aren't there, of, of pre-existing conditions. With the insurance part of it, uh, Campbell Irving are usually really good when it comes to um, providing uh, cover for anyone pre-existing illnesses. I know, yeah. you, know, you know what travel insurance companies like? They, they always add a premium onto it. But generally, yeah, Campbell Irving uh, are usually pretty good. Uh, also depends on age. But again, I'd pop it in the group because other people who've been a high altitude in their 60s and 70s and have um, have got cover as well, okay? Yeah, awesome. Nice. Um, uh, Jock McKay, does the winner go for free? Uh, yes, they do. That's 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 the point of being a winner. Uh, awesome. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and they get to choose a friend as well. Uh, Jane Adele Moody, uh, what about snakes and spiders? Likely? No, not on the mountain. Um, I mean, you know, you're in Africa, and uh, you know, it is it is wild. Uh, you know, there's lots of national parks. There's spiders. There are snakes. Uh, we didn't really see anyone on Kili, um, really. I mean, I've I've been out uh, on safari in the Serengeti and around there and in the rest of Tanzania. Um, you know, there are uh, some snakes out there and some spiders, but you rarely see them. I'd say the only uh, probably uh, you might see some sort of big ants um, out there, uh, and especially in um, we call uh, the, sorry, the, the first camp you stay in, um, which is called big tree camp. So there's a you know, there's a lot of bugs, uh, a lot of, uh, you know, it is what it is. You're in, the, in part of the jungle. But then after that, then you're out uh, onto the, the sort of plains and then the, the side of Mount Kilimanjaro. Awesome. Um, I've got to try one thing quick and just quick. Uh, someone has asked me to try their name to see if I owe them a pint. Dino Da Vinci Jordan Nile Sidal. Going to go with that. Let me know how close I got. Wow. Uh, Leslie Parrot has asked, she was actually speaking to Fee the Bimblin Yay. Very glad to hear we don't go back down the uh, Barranco Wall um, and we go down the Mweka, uh, Mweki route. Uh, yeah. What's the route down like? Yes, it's, it's, it's all the way down. So even though we take taken eight days to get to the top, it's literally one all the way back down. So it is a mother of a descent. Um, you know, so prepare the legs. It's it's part of the challenge. Um, after, you know, getting to the top is only halfway. But uh, yes, yeah, quick way down, quick way to the bar, plenty of beers down there. Um, so we want to get there as soon as we can. It's yeah, good route. Awesome. Um, Hazel Wilson, um, oh, we, we kind of answered this one. I've never yeah. done any kind of altitude before. Would it be silly to be considered doing Killy before anything else? No, we've, um, I mean, we've had first timers do Killy. Um, it, again, it, it depends on you, you know. It's, I think the, the, the biggest thing we've had before is that you think you've got to be kind of um, uh, an altitude junkie or a triathlete or you know, superhuman to do these things. Um, you know, last, uh, last March we had um, a good friend James now who was on that trip. And, you know, he did uh, three weeks in Las Vegas before he went to Killy. And he would say himself, uh, you know, he, he would do more training. Um, you know, he probably, I think the longest hike he had done before that was three hours. Um, I think, you know, he, in terms of experience, he didn't really have any, but yeah. it was, uh, you know, he's a friend of mine. I asked him along. He's a very good photographer. So it was great to have some pictures of Killy, but you know what? He battled on, he made it, he struggled, but he did it. And, um, you know, again, I, I go back to what I said, beginning of the live, having that, um, the strong resilience there, um, to battle on when it gets tough is, is, is huge. Yeah, it's huge. So, yeah, in terms of uh, that, you know, you, you've experienced. But again, if you want to sort of have a chat, um, drop us a message, info at evertrek.co.uk. We can have sort of a conversation about it. And, um, you know, we can talk about maybe your experience. And, uh, you know, first time, I mean, you, you know, if you want to test out altitude, Tukal, because a little bit lower, 4,100 meters. First time I went to altitude was Everest Base Camp, which is 5,364 meters. So, yeah, you can do it if you want to do it. Yep. It's up to you. <laughs> awesome um okay i think i can bash out three more questions for you when yes. you say boots uh just high boots or more like b1 or b2 yeah so when it comes to, to boots um yeah i might be in previous question is that there's some uh hiking boots or trekking boots here there's lots of different ways of saying it that have sort of ankle support now when you're talking about b1 b2 that's if it's how rigid it is if you want to have a cramp on on your 
um, or the Botley boot. So, you know, any if you get in a, a specific trekking boot, they're not really most of the time they're more flexible. They're too flexible to have a cramp on on there, so they won't even be a B1. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but I, when I was talking about the the sort of ankle support, you've got ones that literally come up over your ankles, and it's not for everyone, you know, because you, you want a bit of air, you know, you don't want to get too much sweat. But um, the, uh, Dave mentioned the Maynell Boutons. They have great ankle support. I've done Killy and base camp with those boots. Highly recommend them. Yeah, awesome. And Brian um, Brian McAlpine says, are Speedos acceptable? Um, not for Brian, uh, although he has done it once <laughs> on the training weekend, uh, which was very yeah. scary. But luckily, uh, the camera wasn't a million miles away. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, you, you, can, you can bring what you want. Um, normally, I, I used to, um, years and years ago, uh, I used to... Uh, <laughs> Uh, be a, a diving instructor, scuba diving instructor, and uh, yeah, speedos weren't allowed. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm not a no person. I'm a yes person. And if you want to wear them, it's up to you. But uh, it's bloody yeah. cold, so be prepared. Yeah, just just let me know, bro, which trip you're going on, so I can make sure I'm busy that week. Um, so another one, uh, Olivia Ruby Beatrice Fazio. That's an awesome name. Uh, what yeah. sort of food do you have on the trip? Is it traditional? Traditional? Is it traditional food from Tanzania? Uh, a bit of both really so in the mountains you kind of need the stuff that gives you the best energy so you'd be surprised what's on the mountain you've got chips you've got pasta uh, you've got pizza you've got rice you've got chicken um you know you've got great breakfast stuff you've got sausages you've got pancakes you've got loads of scrambled eggs you know uh pack you know all, all the stuff you can think of um i'd say if you want sort of traditional uh sort of um tanzanian food it's probably down in moshi whilst you're on the mountain although it's because you're it, it is kind of an expedition you're in camps and going up a mountain um uh, you know it's not a place where you kind of have the the, the good cuisine but that being said the food is awesome um yeah. on the trips and you'd be yeah you'd be surprised on the level of food you're out there but it's all about fuel in the fire yeah not really a question and but i just wanted to comment on it because it was weird i was questioning you yesterday because you're a qualified dive instructor okay. and i was questioning you about like the difference between using oxygen underwater and would it be the same to use it up top? And I was just educating myself by picking Andy's brain. Mark Beecroft has actually said the exact same thing to Nick White. Nice. Um, about the, yeah, so we were having that conversation, the same thing yesterday. Mark, you and Andy should have a separate conversation. Right <laughs> Definitely. Um, there's a lot, there's a lot of science behind it. And yeah, that we could take a whole live over that. Uh, but yeah. Mark, drop us a message, mate. I'll uh, yeah, have a chat with you. Yeah. Um, Andy McNaughton-Jones, how's it going, Andy? He's a regular. Hey, um, he's actually came up with a good point, actually, that I would like to qualify. Uh, the bottom part of the descent of the Mweka route down from the Lamosho is muddy and quite slippery in the forest. So this, if, you, if you're not a big trekking pole user, bring them anyway, particularly for bits yeah. like that, because he sprained his ankle. And I actually, I didn't hurt myself, luckily, but I did nearly take out about five people in front of me in the most elaborate slide you've ever seen in your life with poles <laughs> going everywhere and yeah. stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so I think that's another reason why I, I like good boots as well is because if you yeah. go over on your ankle or something like that, it's um, they might not make a difference, but they might. Um, yeah. And it's all about marginal gains and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, Andy, one final one. Banana beer, is it gluten-free? Um, not that I checked, but it's. Um, I, 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 I drank it with a smile. Internally, I was crying. Um, but it was, uh, it, it, yeah, have it. Why not? While in Rome, try banana beer. Uh, quite a lot of stuff uh, being talked about um, here. So in Australia, they call speedos budgie smugglers. They do call them budgie smugglers. Yeah, it's um, yeah. not sure why, but yeah, apparently lots of budgies around. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, although Lucy Bagley, who was on the live, wow, Lucy is first time in ages. Um, yeah, something on the way in the post to you, mate. Uh, yeah, summit pants. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, I've seen people with summit pants before um colorful stomach pants um why not guys if you made it that far you can do what you want just be prepared yeah. it is cold uh <laughs> out there right dave um we've had loads of questions look it's awesome today i can see we got at the moment i mean i know it's it's always different people on the live but over 400 people on the live um i don't think we're a million miles away from uh, announcing the winner because you know we don't want to we don't want to yeah. get into wednesday before we do it you know <laughs> the one thing i would say as well guys i really appreciate that a lot yeah. of you have tuned in as well to yeah to see if you've won the trip, but we do this every Tuesday, like clockwork, 12.30 yeah. GMT. So if we have missed a question, you can email them in, you can come back next Tuesday and the Tuesday after that and um, become uh, become a regular and we will get to the bottom of every question that there ever has been asked. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Elliot, Elliot Woolley has asked, do we need to learn a victory dance for the top to celebrate? And I say it's a pretty important aspect of trekking, the victory yeah. dance. 
<laughs> victory dance. Although you, you feel quite tired. I'm not sure dancing is kind of <clears throat> the first thing you're doing. Hugs, high fives, few tears. Maybe if you're taking a wee dram up there, um, which is certainly, um, you know, needed. Uh, but yeah, you uh, on the way down, trust me, there'll be some dancing if you're on Kitty. Uh, more at the locals as well. Uh, it's all part of the all part of the experience. So yeah, definitely get your dancing shoes on on the way down. Yeah. Darren has mentioned the summit mankini. Um, I'm with you on that, Darren. I think I'll, uh, I'll I'll wait till he's gone till I take my photo. Of that. <laughs> yeah, great stuff, great stuff. Um, look, before we um, announce uh, the winner, um, which I've gotten over here, it's a little bit different this time because we're in the the Yeti Cave. So if you're not familiar, um, Revertrack HQ. This is where we record our podcast. This is where we uh, do some of the lives. Um, you know, we had a bit of a refurb during lockdown, um, and yeah, we got it kind of um, sort of created if you like this is the yeti cave because we all are yeti i'm head yeti this is the painted yeti dave uh, we mm-hmm. got fee out there which is the bimbling yeti we got lots of yetis um and yeah so i'll be uh, announcing the winner in a sec but just want to mention to all the people especially who are on there as regulars any new people we we had a, a lovely new trip as well which was um uh, in south america it was a brand new trip uh which is now live on the site um lauren if you're on the comments do pop it in the in the comments there because it's a new trip Really excited about running it. Uh, it's called uh, the Ring of Fire Trek. Uh, you know, we always try and come up with some snazzy little name. But essentially, it's four volcanoes in Ecuador. And uh, it's actually uh, Cotopaxi and Chimborazo are two of those volcanoes. They are the um, – Chimborazo is actually the the first mountain that's actually the closest to space. A uh, little bit of knowledge. So it's even closer to space than Mount Everest. So, yeah, just a little bit of uh, geeky little knowledge there. And it, Oils my brain. I can't get my head around it. <laughs> but, but it's because of where it is on the equator, right? That it kind of bulges a bit closer. But yeah, um, yeah I'm so excited for this trip. So <laughs> I know. I, I thought I'd drop that in there just because it's. Um, I knew I was going to say it was on there. Um, just have a little look. Um, maybe we're doing something over the next few weeks around it. Obviously, I know this live is all about Killy, but I wanted to say it's on there just in case. I know a few people have asked that uh, about that before. Uh, there is yeah. a guide on there as well. So if you want to download the guide, read a bit more information on there. Um, you can do obviously if you want to book in uh, go for it and you can do obviously not for now but we've got dates all the way until the end of 2024 right yeah. Dave we're going to announce the winner are um, we? we are yeah yeah we're going to let's keep on going let's keep it going for another hour mate we could... <laughs> don't tell that they're all going to start swearing in them, isn't it? <laughs> no no um, yeah no it's been great look and, and I can see there's a lot of energy on here uh, as Dave said it's great that you've tuned in um, you know I know we've all got sort of busy lives and you know we hope um, that if obviously if you're not one of the winners like I said, uh, we've got, uh, you know, you're, you're part of our email list. Uh, you you might be getting some uh, sort of runner-up prizes. So do look out for that um, if you're not um, one of the uh, the lucky winners. But, Dave, yeah, I will. Um, it's a little bit different to normal. Normally, we have um, a whiteboard, which we lift up, which we uh, we have the name of the winner on there. But today, the whiteboard is actually stuck on the wall. So all yeah. I'm going to do is I will uh, – the name's on there. And, uh, you know, if, you, if, if this is you, uh, we'll be dropping you a little email – like I said, uh, yourself and someone um, who you're going to be choosing, uh, a friend, uh, come with us, top of Kilimanjaro. It's going to be fantastic. And you can obviously, with the current situation, uh, we'll work uh, with you to, to choose a date, um, you know, over the next few years, whatever's easiest for you. And yeah, we'll, um, good luck, guys. Andy, good luck. come on. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get up, I'm going to pick the camera and I'm going to turn it around. Um, so it's a little bit different, but um, yeah, I hope this works anyway. All right, give me a sec, Dave. Good luck, everybody. Okay. Good luck, guys. Right, I'm going to try and get close. Right, are we ready? So smooth. Keep going. And, uh, you sure? I mean, yeah. my, arms, my arms aching. Can I, can I put it down? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm really kidding. Okay, so the winner this time is Marika Tomczak. Can Marika please comment on the live? Congratulations, Marika. Marika on the live? Uh, I hope she's on the live anyway. But Marika... I, I hope she's on the live, but otherwise, if not, Marika... Awesome. You're on your way to Kilimanjaro. Yeah, exactly. Well done. Um, I hope Marika was zooming in. We're going to do a little bit, get a bit seasick. Um, but yeah, Marika, congratulations, mate. We'll be dropping you. I'll send you a little message after this. Let me just pop the camera back. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, clearly I uh, haven't done that bit before. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Marika, um, look, congratulations, mate. Uh, you're the winner of... Oh, she's Kilimanjaro. on, Marika. You're on. Hey, Marika. Well nice. done. <laughs> it's nice i think it's the first one out of like the several competitions we've had someone on the live so i think oh martin sorry martin martin mccollum is one of our previous winners um yeah fantastic and um marika will drop you a little message congratulations 
Um, and thanks to everyone that entered. Uh, it was yep. absolutely amazing. Uh, it's so, so much positivity on here. Honestly, it's just fantastic. Um, I want to say, I want to bottle up this positivity just in case there's any more bloody lockdowns, you know? Uh, <laughs> uh, but great stuff, Dave. Yeah, any any, any sort of final words, Dave, before we um, leave? Only Brian has said, um, how many lives do you have to watch before you're a regular? And it's when I can get your name right. Um, okay, Brian <laughs> McLaughlin. <laughs> so that, that, that's when it is. But uh, no, honestly, I think it's been awesome. Marika, so happy for you. So happy that everyone's tuned in as well. Um, you know, this is one of the one of the greatest things that we do. I mean, whenever we decide it's competition time, it's always a massive buzz. So I am super stoked. Do you know what? Yeah. I have a funny feeling we haven't managed to answer everyone's question on this one. And yes, so we're going to make a special Sorry. effort to, to get back to people. Yes. Um, but any other questions, if you have a burning question, um, just send it in or come back next Tuesday. <laughs> we're always here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Dave. Um, yeah, we're here every Tuesday. Uh, do tune in. Uh, always here for questions. Um, as I've said, is there anything you need? We, we will try and get through all the comments um, and get back to you because, you know, we want those questions to be answered. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll try and pick them up over the next few weeks as well. We'll be back next Tuesday uh, with something a little bit different. But um, again, um, any questions, drop them uh, Drop them in. Um, and yeah, Dave, that's it. I think we've come towards the end now. I mean, it, it's kind of weird because normally we, uh, <laughs> we get to about an hour and like, like down tools but i can see there's loads of questions coming in but look yeah i'll leave you guys to it have an awesome time the rest of your day um and yeah uh, i'll see you next yeah. tuesday and uh, everyone else who's entered do check your emails as well 100 percent. yeah yep. uh, over the next hour or two uh yeah if you if you uh, uh some of our runner-up prizes you'll be getting them so yeah do check your emails happy days awesome thanks guys it's been awesome yeah. see you soon see ya congratulations marika Awesome. So I hope you enjoyed the uh, another episode of the Mountain Malarkey podcast. Um, yeah, that was something a little bit different, wasn't it, from the Tuesday tune-in, but I hope yeah. you enjoyed it. I must say, you were brilliant on that episode, Ant. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thanks. Now, if, uh, if you've enjoyed it, don't forget to leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast. Um, you know, all these uh, podcasts we put together, the episodes, trying to reach as many people as possible. And if it's helped you, leave us a lovely review. Um, and yeah, we'll see you again next week. Yeah, all the best, guys. Bye. I'm going to go to the next one.